4: Wichita's number one talk. Good morning, 7 o'clock. This is the KNSS Morning News with Steve and Ted. I'm Steve McIntosh, 2 degrees now, and the wind chill is 13 below. Congress has a plan to avoid a government shutdown. We have the story. I'm Rodney Price. I'll have a preview of Tuesday's Wichita City Council meeting. Details are coming up.
1: I'm KNSS, meteorologist Ann Holiday. Arctic air remains in place over south central Kansas, keeping our temperature in the deep freeze. Is there a chance we warm up at all this week? We have the answer here in just a few minutes.
4: A proposal is now on the table to keep the federal government open. Fox's Marianne Rafferty has more.
0: Right now, congressional lawmakers are considering a newly unveiled short-term spending bill that would keep the government funded through early March. It's an 11th hour effort to stop a partial government shutdown from happening later this week. Democratic and Republican leaders agreed to the terms of the stopgap measure on Saturday. The agreement aims to buy more time to write a more complex spending bill. Funding runs out for some agencies on Friday. The Senate plans to vote by Tuesday.
4: House Speaker Mike Johnson and Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer agreed to a top-line spending bill for the 2024 fiscal year at nearly $1.6 trillion, despite some far-right lawmakers urging Speaker Johnson to walk away from the deal for a more conservative spending bill. Ahead of tonight's Iowa caucuses, a new poll shows Caucus-goers are more inclined to support candidates over key issues.
2: The Des Moines Register, NBC News,
4: Mediacom,
2: Iowa poll showing nearly two-thirds of Iowa's likely Republican caucus-goers want a candidate who agrees with them on key issues over a candidate who has the best chance of beating President Biden this year. Key issues winning over support securing the U.S.-Mexican border, abortion and child sex change bans, and fighting the left's woke agenda. The economy, high cost of everything, as well as crime, also big issues for caucus-goers who are about to officially kick off the first presidential contest of 2024. Jeff Manosso, Fox News.
4: A large fire at a house in North Wichita Sunday night. The fire broke out just before 9 p.m. in the 1500 block of North Market. Neighbors say the house was abandoned. No injuries are reported. A fire in East Wichita Sunday afternoon was caused by a person trying to thaw a pipe. Around 1 p.m., firefighters were called to the 2200 block of North Chautauqua. Fire had spread from under the sink and got into part of the wall before it was extinguished. No injuries were reported there. The Wichita City Council will revisit the campaign finance ordinance that narrowly passed January 2nd. The ordinance was aimed at prohibiting candidates in city elections and their political committees from accepting contributions from
1: corporations or LLCs. The council will also discuss their 2024 state legislative agenda. The council and city staff have developed the agenda in tandem with Sedgwick County leaders, the Wichita Chamber of Commerce, the Greater Wichita Partnership, and the Regional Economic Area Partnership. Also on Tuesday's agenda will be bridge rehabilitation and repairs and the signing of a franchise agreement for Internet services. Rodney Price, KNSS News.
4: Tuesday, New Wichita Mayor Lily Wu and new members Dalton Glasscock and J.V. Johnston take their seats on the city council. Second District Council member Becky Tuttle tells KNSS News the new officials have been receiving help.
5: Our awesome city staff has been doing a great job during the last couple months since the election of, we call it onboarding, orientation, you know, just helping them to get some of the basics to be able to get started.
4: Becky Tuttle was our guest on Issues 2024, Saturday and Sunday on KNSS. Four people were killed and one hurt Sunday after a hot air balloon crashed in Arizona. This happened in the small town of Eloy, northwest of Phoenix, which some call the skydiving capital of the world. Eloy Police Chief Byron Gwaltney told reporters they don't have many details, but they do know several skydivers were in the balloon before the wreck.
0: The aircraft had lifted off with approximately eight skydivers and five people in the balloon itself that were not going to uh, skydive. Um, What we know at this point is the skydivers were able to exit the balloon without incident and completed their their planned skydiving event. Um, And then shortly thereafter, something catastrophic occurred uh, with the balloon causing it to crash to the ground.
4: The National Transportation Safety Board and Federal Aviation Administration are leading the investigation into that crash of a balloon in Arizona. KNSS News Time now, 7.05, five minutes past 7 o'clock.
6: Wichita State men and women both played yesterday. We'll tell you how that settled out. We'll also tell you uh, about what the what the playoff scenario is for the victorious Kansas City Chiefs. We'll tell you all about that coming up in sports.
4: President Biden spending this holiday Monday doing some volunteering. That story and more coming up on the KNSS Morning News with Stephen Ted. The KNSS Morning News with Stephen Ted now seven oh nine. Nine minutes past seven o'clock on this Monday. Martin Luther King Day. Columbia's government says the death toll from a mudslide in the western part of the South American country has risen to thirty-four. The mudslide struck a busy municipal road Friday in a mountainous area connecting the cities of Quidbo and Medellin. North Korea says it has set a new mid-range missile on a test flight. It's designed to target U.S.
5: bases in the region. The solid-fuel intermediate-range missile comprised North Korea's first ballistic test of 2024. South Korea says the weapon flew just over 600 miles before coming down in the sea between the Koreas and Japan. Kim Jong-un's told his military to improve its ability to threaten targets such as American bases in Guam. His country's official news agency said the flight was a success, proving the missile's solid fuel engines and hypersonic warhead. Missiles with solid fuel will be faster to deploy and easier to hide than the liquid fuel weapons the North has made until now. Jonathan Savage, Fox News.
4: As the delegate gathering begins in Iowa... Some wonder if two or three political parties will be vying for the White House. West Virginia Democratic
2: Senator Joe Manchin is seen by many as a third-party possibility for president. On Fox News Sunday, he said should a window for a third party
1: open... It'll define itself by, let's say, Super Tuesday if there's going to be any movement whatsoever. That's in March.
2: Senator Manchin won't say if he will lead that charge, but... If I'm involved, I'm involved to win. Democrats, including former House Speaker Nancy Pelosi, say a Manchin
4: third-party run would hurt President Biden's re-election bid. Gernal Scott, Fox News. President Biden is spending this holiday Monday doing some volunteering
3: In honor of the Martin Luther King Jr. Day of Service, President Biden heads to Philadelphia to pitch in with Phil Abundance. It's a charity dedicated to helping people in need of emergency food services. They say they distribute more than 50 million pounds of food a year. The president and first lady have done this before. They helped pack boxes of food back in 2021 and 2022. The Philadelphia Inquirer says the charity's CEO is grateful for each visit, saying it's about really the president and government raising awareness about food insecurity. Jill NATO Fox News.
4: KNSS News Time now, seven twelve, twelve 12 minutes past seven o'clock. Right
6: now in traffic, uh, the biggest problem that we're seeing out there is just the, the very cold temperatures that we've got going. That's the uh, the biggest issue. The road conditions right now, well, the traffic volumes they are starting to pick up a little bit. Still not seeing the kind of heavy traffic that we usually see this time of morning, but uh, some heavier traffic out there at the moment. Just be a little extra careful out there today. Traffic update from ninety eight seven and 1330 KNSS. I'm Jed Chambers.
4: And now the KSN Storm Tracker 3 forecast with Kansas today meteorologist Jack Bainey. Good morning, Jack. Good morning, Steve. How are you doing this well, fine morning? It's unbearably cold again this morning, but other than that we're we're here and we're working, so how about that?
3: Oh, yeah, it's just so cold outside this weekend. It's been brutal outside, and it's just going to stay that way throughout the rest of this morning. Arctic air is in place, and we are in the single digits to start out with cloud cover expected to hang around throughout the rest of the day. We'll also have a little bit more of a breeze, so expect wind chill factors to feel like the negatives all day long, and we might even see a few snow flurries later on the day, although any accumulating snowfall is expected to stay up to the northwest. Northwest Kansas might pick up an inch or two of snow in some select locations, but in general it's going to be a very light snow. Heading into tonight, we'll see temperatures dip down to the negatives again, expecting a low of minus 2 in Wichita overnight tonight, but then we'll start to turn the corner tomorrow. The sun comes out, winds turn around to the southwest, that'll start to boost high temperatures up to the 20s, still a little bit of a ways to go before we finally dig ourselves out from this arctic air, but we'll be back up into the 30s, maybe even slightly above freezing by Wednesday afternoon, another arctic front arise around thursday and that'll be dropping us back into the freezer for the end of the week but not as intense or long-lived this time around and we should start to climb back towards normal with highs reaching up into the upper 30s and 40s towards the end of next weekend and early next week we also also might start to see our precipitation chances go up around that time but until then we'll be mostly dry for the next seven days
4: so right now what do we got going on
3: well, right now we are just calm and cold with a temperature of minus, or not, I'm sorry, positive 2 degrees. The wind chill is down and the negatives, about minus 10. So
4: any kind of snow we can see now is basically going to be a few flakes, and that's about it, huh?
3: Yeah, just a few flakes. There's a couple of light snow flurries hanging around, but mainly that's going to be up in northwest Kansas for today. We, If anything does manage to accumulate,
4: it would just be a dusting at best. All right, thank you, Jack. That's the KSN Storm Tracker for your forecast. With Kansas Today meteorologist Jack Maney. Stephen, today in the morning here on KNSS 715 on this Monday morning, Martin Luther King Day. Uh, We had a cloudy, frigid day across central Kansas Sunday. Wichita's high temperature was just 6 degrees. Normal high for the date, 44. So we're a little bit bit below average. Yeah, And we have this wind chill warning that's in effect (laughs) through midday tomorrow. So take precautions. Don't be running around out there with very little on. Yeah. All right. The uh, Wallet Hub is coming out with the uh, uh, traffic and what are the the best car the best states to drive in. Hmm. We generally do pretty well in these. Yeah. So I'm curious to determine the most driver friendly states in the U.S. Wallet Hub compared the 50 states across 31 key metrics, and the data was uh, set ranges from. Average gas price to rush hour traffic congestion to road quality. So I'm share with you a little bit of what they said. The worst driving. Let's go from uh forty fourth was Nevada, forty fifth Massachusetts, number forty eighth. This is this makes it the the higher the number, the, the crummier they are. Forty eighth <laughs> was 48, six was California, forty seven West Virginia, forty eight, Delaware. 49, Washington, and 50. The worst? Hawaii. Yeah. <laughs> Apparently, they don't have any. Again, there was a number of metrics they used to to figure this out with Walladub. Let's see here. The best places to drive. Best states for driving. Uh, let's go with number four. Uh, number five, Alabama. Number four is Oklahoma.
6: Oklahoma, okay.
4: And number three on the list, Kansas. Yep. That's right. We come in number three, Georgia Second and Iowa is in first place for the best states to drive in. Wow. Kansas actually comes in at number three. That's a very, very nice showing. That's from Wallet Hub this morning. Yeah. Stephen Ted here on KNSS 717, 17 minutes past seven o'clock, here on a Monday morning, January fifteenth. Uh and in sports, what we got going on this morning?
6: Oh. <laughs> got plenty going on in sports today.
4: Tell us about it.
6: (laughs) Well, yesterday we had uh, Wichita State men and women in action yesterday. The men were at home looking to break a four-game losing streak at Charles Koch Arena, but, yeesh, number 13 Memphis was in town. That was going to be a tough one. Uh, The Shockers did come out hot. They led here and there in the first half, and they went into the locker room with, uh, well, they basically went into the locker room with a... Three, uh, only down by three points, so that wasn't too bad at all. Of course, you heard it over on 103.7 KEYN.
4: Back to Beverly, and he'll bring it up to court. across the timeline, avoids potential double team. Down the lane, all the way in, and lays it in. And a foul on Memphis. He, he went down the right side, saw the defender coming, so he twisted his back to the defender, brought it back up over his shoulder into the basket, and drew contact.
6: Yeah, so at halftime, they were only down by three. Not too bad there. However, the second half was more or less all Memphis. Final score of this game, 112-86. to Memphis wins. Wichita State had not allowed a 100 or more points uh, for an opponent since 1994. Uh, The 112 points are now the fifth most a Wichita State team has allowed in school history. Uh, The Shockers now have a road swing in the Sunshine State. Uh, starting off Thursday against number twenty-four Florida Atlantic in South Florida on Sunday, the Wichita State ladies had a thirty-two to twenty-four lead over North Texas at halftime, and they built that to an eighteen-point lead near the end of the third quarter. Of course, you heard that one over on KFH.
1: Here is a top of the key three,
2: Treasure Job. She buries it, and Wichita stayed up by fourteen. It's forty to twenty-six.
6: So, yeah, good stuff there. But the Mean Green made a furious comeback. They defeated the Shockers, 72 to 68. The Shocker women hit a season best nine three-pointers as a team, which does state women return home tomorrow to take on Memphis. Or not tomorrow, Wednesday to take on Memphis. Uh the number three KU beat number nine Oklahoma, 78-66 on Saturday. The Jayhawks extending their winning streak over the Sooners to six games. The K-State men. They had a 12-point lead with under four minutes left in the game on the road facing Texas Tech, but Tech kind of fought back in those final minutes. They defeated the Wildcats 60-59 on Saturday. Of course, it was the fourth coldest game in NFL history on Saturday, and the Chiefs beat Miami 26-7. Next up for the Chiefs, well, that kind of depends on this afternoon's wildcard game in Buffalo between the Bills and Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh. If Buffalo wins, the Chiefs will travel to face Buffalo in the divisional round. If Pittsburgh wins, though, the Chiefs get to host another game, and that would make them square off against Houston. You can hear that Pittsburgh-Buffalo game. That will be over on KFH this afternoon, a 3 o'clock pregame start, and that game is going to be followed by the NFC wildcard game, Philadelphia at Tampa Bay. And going into Friday night's game against Cincinnati at Trust Bank Arena, the Wichita Thunder, they were on a six-game losing streak, and on Friday that streak stretched to seven. The Thunder did claw back a point, uh, losing four to three in overtime, and they did better Saturday. They snapped that streak, beating the Cyclones six to four, and yesterday Wichita got another home win, this time over Utah six to three. Another home game is next up for the Thunder, facing Tulsa on Friday night, and that is Sports on Stephen Ted
4: in the morning. 621 now. Keep it here for a house call for health. The U.S. needs more blood donors. That's on the way. Steve and the morning here on KNSS.
2: This is Stephen and Ted on 98.7 and
4: 1330 KNSS. Good morning, Steve McIntosh. Cloudy now, 2 degrees, 730. Here on this Monday morning, January 15th, Martin Luther King Day. 2024 Republican presidential candidates' campaigns are already plotting next steps after today's Iowa caucuses. There will be early departures tomorrow. Florida Governor Ron DeSantis will spend Tuesday in South Carolina straight from his caucus night
6: event here. South Carolina native and the former governor of the state, Nikki Haley, is hoping a strong finish in Iowa. Sets up a surprise upset in New Hampshire. She holds a rally there tomorrow, a week before the primary. Former President Trump also heads to New Hampshire for a rally tomorrow night, where polling shows he remains the favorite in the second contest of the election year. In Des Moines, Jared Halpern, Fox News.
4: A commercial aircraft made an emergency landing at Eisenhower National Airport Saturday morning in Wichita. The aircraft took off from Wichita and was en route to Miami when the crew reported landing gear issues. The plane was diverted back to Wichita, circled around the city for about an hour, burning off fuel. According to the FlightAware website, the twin-jet aircraft landed safely. There were reportedly 67 people aboard. The Wichita City Council is set to reconsider a recently passed ordinance that would ban businesses from making contributions to city election campaigns. Second District Council member Becky Tuttle tells KNSS News she voted against the new law.
5: We have state law. And we also have an ethics policy for city council and mayor. And so if anyone feels that an elected official has had undue influence based on a campaign contribution, there are mechanisms already in place, guardrails already in place to address that. So I was not in favor of adding another layer of government.
4: Becky Tuttle was our guest on Issues 2024 this past weekend, Saturday and Sunday on KNSS. Responding to fire calls in the extreme cold puts an added strain on firefighters, Wichita Battalion Chief Jose Ocades says a special bus will be used to help fire crews battle the flames and the frost during the cold snap. We also will um, have our rehabilitation uh, rehab seven be
2: dispatched along with our uh, normal crews so that we can make sure that we keep them in um, a limited time out in this exposure.
4: Fire crews are also prepared to deal with frozen hydrants and hoses in the sub-zero temperatures. This is the 39th Martin Luther King Jr. Day, as it has added significance. In what would be Dr. Martin Luther King Jr.'s 95th birthday, this year's
3: holiday falls on his actual date of birth. According to the King Center, a nonprofit run by Dr. King's family, this year's theme is, quote, shifting the cultural climate through the study and practice of Kingian nonviolence. Which is a call to use nonviolent ways to combat injustices. The annual parade honoring King's legacy will be held in the nation's capital. This year, organizers are displaying a place card of those lost to gun violence with the message that reads, quote, Stop the violence. In Washington, Ryan Schmelz, Fox News.
4: The Kansas Department of Transportation has reopened the southbound I 135 ramp to eastbound K 96 in North Wichita. Recent weather caused washouts under the ramp. The rain had caused the soil to become oversaturated. Thursday, the ramp was closed as a precautionary measure. Crews worked to shore up the area. Now the look at the forecast with KNSS staff meteorologist Dan Holliday. Good morning, Dan. Good morning. This chilly air mass remains in place across Wichita
1: and south-central Kansas the next couple of days. Looks like we finally warm above freezing by Wednesday. Areas of light snow will spread in throughout the day or high near nine. The wind chill 15 below. Wind chill warning in effect tonight, down to six below. Sunny and 20 tomorrow. I'm KNSS, meteorologist Ann Holiday.
4: Now, cloudy sky, two degrees, and uh, we have a northeast wind at 12 miles per hour. That gives us a wind chill of 15 below. Whoa. Stephen, 10 of the morning here on 98.7 and 1330. KNSS, ML King, Martin Luther King holiday this morning. And, uh, with us for uh, Mondays with the Mayor is the new mayor of Wichita, Mayor Lily Wu. Good morning, Mayor.
0: Good morning. How are both of you?
4: Well, well he's, Ted's not here.
0: He's, oh, Ted's he, not there. Yeah, he,
4: he bailed on us, but uh, but I'm here, and I'm cold.
0: <laughs> well, right it here. is definitely very cold. Walked into uh, an event this morning, and it is freezing cold outside, so definitely need those hats and mittens and gloves Definitely bundle up. Did
4: you have? Uh, did you say you had an event already this morning? You went to?
0: Yes. Yeah, so there. WSU has an event uh, to celebrate Martin Luther King okay. Jr. Day. Great. Um, and there's lots of events this uh, day. So if you are looking for something to do, there's definitely something for you.
4: I want to uh, set some ground rules, if we can, if we may. You're the third mayor we've had for Mondays with the mayor. How would you like to be addressed, Your Honor? Your Majesty, uh, Lily, what, what's your choice? Just Lily. Okay.
0: I am Lily, always will be, and I would be happy to be addressed just by my first name, Lily.
4: If you, if you're sure that's okay, I don't want to be just
0: okay. <laughs> no, not at all.
4: All right, I'm old-fashioned. All right, so we, we got to uh, you've got to have a uh, city council meeting coming up tomorrow, and uh, uh, well, before we get there, tell us about what you think. Uh, the significance is of, of MLK Day. I know your family is from another country, and uh, uh, you may have a different slant than some of us on this. What do you? What's your opinion? What are your, what are your feelings about this?
0: Sure. Well, I came to the United States when I was eight years old, so I grew up here in Wichita and went through Wichita public schools, and always remember having the day um, to just reflect. I think oftentimes in classrooms we will remember the. Um, I have a dream speech from Martin Luther King, but also as an individual who served uh, people in the community, Um, today is also a day of service. And to me, that's what um, Mr. Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. really represents, someone that loved his community, wanted to serve, had a dream, and, you know, continued to push us to be better. And I think that that is uh, what I remember from him and also, as I reflect today on a day of service,
4: All right. city council meeting tomorrow. You're going to talk about. Uh, are we going to bring up the uh, the uh, new ordinance on on campaign financing? That come up tomorrow.
0: Yes, that is uh, one of the items on the new business uh, that came up last week on Tuesday when Councilmember um, Dalton Glasscock um, brought forth that motion and uh, it is now going to be discussed during the new business for tomorrow. So I really encourage people, um, whether it's that item or other items on the agenda, to come to our city council meetings. They're every Tuesday at 9 a.m., unless it's the fourth Tuesday of the month when it's a workshop at 9.30 a.m.
4: And this, I'll tell you, his, uh, his argument that we already have law in place on this in other Kansas towns, It's carried a lot of weight with me, but I'm I'm not going to ask you how how you're going to how you vote on that tomorrow. But uh, so that's coming up tomorrow. Are you going to talk about parking as well?
0: Uh, parking was during the January second meeting. You got
4: that done. Um, okay. Yeah. And we're going to we're going to have some new meters downtown. They'll take. They'll Will they take real American money? Do you think?
0: <laughs> well, I am still uh, looking for the. Uh, actual equipment that we will be uh, installing or even the signs. I know that when I go downtown and go to a Century 2 event, um, I already have started uh, adjusting myself to remembering to uh, use that app and uh, try to pay my parking fee on my phone. Hmm. All right.
4: So what else is coming up tomorrow that uh, you think is important for us to know about?
0: Well, tomorrow really is an opportunity. Again, this is our second meeting of uh, as a new council, and I hope that people will come out to look at that agenda and see if there's anything that particularly uh, speaks to them. I know that we're going to be proclaiming um, Human Trafficking Awareness Month, um, as well as just recognizing some of the students who will be present during uh, the city council meeting. Again, this is an opportunity for the whole. Uh, community to get informed, uh, get involved, and if they can't attend uh, Tuesday meetings in person, you can also watch them online. We're trying to make it very accessible so folks can stay informed. And and don't forget, we also have newsletters. Each of the six council members have a newsletter that they um, have and want their community members to Know about what's happening in each of the six districts.
4: Did, uh, what what uh, what was the the, pro- the process of thinking for you uh, to get into uh, to get into local politics, local government? I know that uh, you were you were a reporter for uh, you were a TV reporter, and I know Ted used to tell me that that you and he, Ted Woodward, you used to hang out to, to, at the at uh, the police department briefings and so forth. But uh, what 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 made you decide you wanted to get into the government, then, Lily?
0: Yeah. So, Steve, just like you, I love uh, news, and I have always wanted to become a journalist. When I was eight years old, I learned English, not just by going through school, but also by uh, watching uh, television and learning from local journalists. So I really encouraged uh, myself to stay informed, and when I got into the career, um, as you can uh, see, we have news from all different types, whether it's positive, good, or sometimes sad and tragic news. Uh, They encompass news in general, and it's really critical um, that we stay informed. But at the same time, what I loved about news was sharing the good, sharing the positive. And I believe that as the mayor of Wichita, you have this opportunity to share all the things that are happening that are positive in our community while still working on those challenges.
4: Okay. All right. We'll let you go. You've got a busy day, I'm sure. And we appreciate yes. your time, and maybe we can check with you, please, tomorrow, next Monday morning, okay?
0: Yes, we'll see. We'll chat again on Monday, <laughs> and uh, hope that you all will remember that today is a day of service. So think about how you can serve um, one another uh, in our community. Sounds
4: like a good idea. Thank you, Mayor Lily Wu, with us. Mondays with the Mayor, Stephen, ten in the morning here on KNSS. Seven forty now on this Monday, a holiday. Wichita Business Journal update on the way. The Federal Aviation Administration is tightening the reins on Boeing and its suppliers on that door thing. That's coming up, Stephen, 10 in the morning here on KNSS.
0: Call from mom. Answer it. Call
5: silenced.
1: Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy.
4: Stephen Ted in the morning, KNSS seven forty six on this Monday morning. Three big things: three. Wichita City Council ready to take another look at that new campaign finance ordinance.
5: Two.
4: Iowa caucuses for Republican candidates begin this evening. One. Congress appears to have a deal to avoid a government shutdown. Three big things. Stephen Ted on KNSS.
6: We've got uh, some slow-moving, fairly heavy traffic northbound on I-135. This is up north of the Park City area, uh, just kind of a spot of some uh, heavy heavy traffic that way to watch out for. Also watch out for a stalled-out vehicle. Uh, this is eastbound on Kellogg, and it's right around I-135. Traffic update 98.7 at 1330 KNSS. I'm Jed Chambers.
4: Wind chill warning to midday tomorrow, midday Tuesday. A wind chill warning. Mostly cloudy and cold with a 30% chance for snow and a high today of six degrees. Six. Decreasing clouds and cold tonight. The overnight low, six below. Tuesday, sunny, not as cold. Tomorrow's high, near 20 degrees. Now cloudy, northeast wind at 12 miles per hour, two degrees, and the wind chill is 15 below. You know what makes a great gift for any occasion? Anything from the Monarch. Shop local for your whiskey lover with gift cards, apparel, and glassware. The Monarch West Douglas in historic Delano. A Dutch company has created a new way of communication. Fox
5: on Tech. A high-tech creation could change how you project your true self through 3D holograms. Holoconnects, a Netherlands-based company, has created the Holobox, a hologram-style imaging system that can create a lifelike version of the user. The new device has a transparent 86-inch screen with advanced software and hardware components. Users can create the 3D hologram image by using a 4K camera that can be projected anywhere in the world if you have a Holobox and an Internet connection. Creators hope the hologram images of loved ones and friends will help end feelings of isolation and loneliness – especially for the elderly, and add literal depth to how we communicate. Be prepared, though, to spend a pretty penny for the 3D device. HoloConnects estimates the 86-inch HoloBox will cost about 40 to $50,000. But a HoloBox mini version, which has a 22-inch screen, will run about seven to $10,000. With Fox on Tech, Anna Eliopoulos, Fox News. Well, it was 10
4: winning weeks in the last 11 for Wall Street before Friday's close. No trading today for the King Holiday.
5: Stocks ending mixed for the day and up for the week. Airline stocks failed to take off with Delta leading the charge. The carrier beat fourth quarter earnings expectations, but lowered its 2024 earnings guidance, and its stock fell over 8%. United Health Group, a big Dow loser, its earnings and revenue beat forecasts, but the healthcare giant posted higher than expected medical costs relative to revenue. Bitcoin falling below $44,000, erasing gains generated after the U.S. Securities and Exchange Commission approved bitcoin etfs the dow winners amgen ibm and microsoft the dow decliners united health group boeing and american express the dow falling 118 points the nasdaq up three s&p 500 up four hillary barsky fox news
4: now a look at local business news from the wichita business journal with Stephen ted the federal aviation administration is tightening the reins on boeing and its suppliers after a door plug blew off a January 5th Alaska Airlines 737 MAX flight. A letter to Boeing from the FAA told the company this incident should never have happened. The FAA told Boeing it is investigating to see if the plane maker made sure its products received from suppliers were correctly executed according to their design and safe for operation. Wichita-based Spirit Aerosystems manufactures the plug here in Wichita. After the FAA grounded all Boeing 737 9 MAX planes that had the plug, amounting to about 170 within its jurisdiction, United and Alaska Airlines found issues with the part on their aircraft. In addition to the door panel, the agency said there were, quote, additional discrepancies found, unquote. And that's a look at business news this morning from the Wichita Business Journal with Stephen Taylor in the morning here on KNSS. Today is uh, Monday, January fifteenth, twenty twenty-four. On this date in nineteen sixty-seven, the Green Bay Packers of the National Football League defeated the Kansas City Chiefs of the American Football League thirty-five to ten in the first AFL-NFL World Championship game, known retroactively as yes Super Bowl one, the first one, the very first. <laughs> On this date, way back in sixty-seven, in nineteen seventy-four, the sitcom. Happy Days, premiered on ABC TV. Wildly popular. Ron Howard and all his his little buddies pretending to be in the 1950s of Cunningham. Yes. (laughs) Humorous and quirky messages on electronic signs will soon be disappearing from highways and freeways across the country. The U.S. Federal Highway Administration has given states two years to make changes outlined in its new 1,100-page manual (laughs) released last month. Administration officials say electronic signs with obscure meanings, pop culture references, or those intended to be funny, will be banned in 2026 because they can be uh, misunderstood yep. or distracting. Among those that will be in disappearing are the messages such as "Use Yablinka," that's in Massachusetts. Ah, visiting in-law, slow down, get there late. <laughs> that's <Interesting>. in Ohio. <laughs> Don't drive, star-spangled, hammered. That's from Pennsylvania. And hocus pocus, drive with focus. That's New Jersey.
6: Yeah, mm. I'm, I'm looking at the the messages we've got on the traffic cam or on the, the the traffic signs out there right now. Of course, you can see all that on uh, Can Drive the .dot gov the K dot site. But right now, it's all business here in the Wichita area. Yeah. Wind chill warning till Tuesday. For help, dial star forty seven for Highway Patrol.
4: That's not very wild.
6: Yeah, that's that's what we got out there this
4: morning. Arizona, hands on the wheel, not your meal. Hmm, uh, that's a good one. I like that. Yeah. Well, they're going to take all those away if there's not room for levity in these on those <laughs> those signs, right? Now today, today is Blue Monday, supposedly the most depressing day of the year. What? A travel company came up with a formula in two thousand five and claimed. It's always the third Monday in January. It's not really backed by science, though. It's based on a formula that's uh, supposed to calculate uh, how depressing any given day is by looking at things like weather, post-holiday stress, probably got both of those today, New Year's resolutions you've given up on, I don't care about that, and the fact that Mondays suck in general. So, yeah. Okay, I'll give
6: them that it was probably going to be some Monday. (laughs)
4: <laughs> Sunday suck in general. Okay. Yeah. Well <clears throat> sort of cheer you up. It's National Bagel Day. Well you see now that's nice. Yeah, don't forget to pick up your favorite schmear too. make it for breakfast, lunch, snack, or all of the above. Bagel Day. All right. What do you put on a bagel? I'd put that garlic thing, uh oh, no cream cheese. Cream cheese. Okay. Yeah. 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 That's my favorite. Well, uh, well I'm kinda I'm
6: kind of there with you.
4: It's very simple and, uh, and yeah. kind of chewy. And pull your fillings out of your teeth, but uh, it's been <laughs> National Bagel Day. Steve, and Ted in the morning here on KNSS. Ted has the morning off. We're gonna we're gonna be right back here for the eight o'clock hour this morning with Steve and Ted. Yep. Stay tuned. We'll have the latest on Congress making a deal to avoid a shutdown, and the Republicans' Iowa caucus is tonight. Jed has sports on the way. Jan Chambers on the sports desk this morning.
6: Yeah, we'll talk uh, shocker men and women. We'll- Talk a little Chiefs, Chiefs, all coming up on uh, on sports here in just a little bit. Less entertainment news. The blur is in the eight o'clock hour this morning. That's right, and we've got some award shows to talk about, movies to talk about over the weekend, and a uh, well birthday anniversary all coming up
4: on the blur. And we have traffic and weather in the eight o'clock hour with Steve and Ted on ninety eight seven and thirteen thirty KNSS.